Hello and welcome to Spinalpedia's Disability Employment Success Stories. My name is Tiffany Carlson and I am the Executive Director of Spinalpedia. Today we are joined by John um, from, where are you from John? From uh, Cumberland, Maryland. From Cumberland, Maryland. And so we are super excited to share John's uh, employment journey with you. So thank you again, John, for taking the time to share you're what you're doing with your life after your injury and going back to work. I know it probably wasn't easy. So let's start by talking about your disability, if you don't mind, if you have a spinal cord injury. Let's, uh, can you tell us about how your injury occurred? Uh, yes, um, at the age of 18, two weeks after I graduated high school, um, I dove in a swimming pool off of a roof and um, became uh, disabled immediately. Uh, I'm a C6, C7 uh, complete quadriplegic. Yeah. Okay. And that so happened on June 19th, 1994. So this year was 25 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a long time. So yeah. you were how old at the time of your injury? 18, two weeks after graduating high school. Wow. Wow. So. How long then did it take for you to start working again after your injury? Um, well, um, I spent uh, approximately probably four months, five months between hospital and rehab and got out at the age of 18. And of course, at 18, you know, with a traumatic injury like that, you never know uh, what entails for you. And the last thing I thought about was going back to college because I didn't like school to begin with. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was in school. So the last <laughs> thing I was going to do was go back to school yeah. and kind of fought that for a couple years and um, just kind of uh, maybe trying to find my way. I mean, not knowing that, um, you know, uh, many different things that you go through at that time, um, especially at a young age and have something catastrophic happen to you and uh, think about, um, you know, maybe the depression that you fought and not thinking that you have, you know, just the different things when somebody says, oh, well, maybe you're depressed and that and you fight that and, and don't really know about it. Well, I did that for probably um, maybe five years or so. And then one day I was like, you know what? I'm getting older. All my friends are getting older, you know, I'm 24, 25. And mm -hmm. what am I going to do with my life? You know, do I want to live in a small apartment? Do I want to live off of social security the rest of my life? Um, mm -hmm. You know, the things that all you're going to do is maintain your whole life and not really have anything. Right. So um, I decided to, uh, I actually live in Frostburg and decided to uh, go to our local university, Frostburg State, and cool. um, start to enroll in school. Um, at that time, I also became familiar with uh, Center for Independent Living here, yeah. Resources for Independence. So I was able to um, enroll in school and you know, the first thing you think of is somebody that's um, disabled and uh, wheelchair bound and not able to do a lot of physical labor and manual work, which that's what I was used to yeah. was, uh, okay, what is a person with some kind of uh, disability that uh, can't do physical work? What do you, how are you going to market yourself? So the first thing you think of is computers. Mm -hmm. You sit behind a desk and you know you can run a computer. So um, when I started, I took uh, two semesters of that and thought, no way. Okay. Um, just because you'll never quit going to school um, with uh, working um, any kind of web design or because computers are, you know, the way modern tech or the assistive technology is now today, it's, mm -hmm. you know, you always have to keep up on all that. Right. So um, that yeah. really wasn't uh, for me, but I was doing it. But in the meantime, the, the um, 
the, the great thing that happened was the uh, Center for Independent Living um, w uh, um, contacted me and asked if I would come and apply for um, a uh, three-year grant that they had um, okay. for a nursing home transition specialist. Ah, cool. So, you know, me thinking, I'm like, you know what, I haven't had any schooling, anything like that, any social work, <laughs> uh, psychology classes, anything, when it, came, when it comes to uh, working um, for a center for independent living. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, I'll go to the interview and, um, you know, see how it goes. This was um, back in 2002. Okay. So um, in doing that, when I went in, um, I met with the executive director and, uh, and I told her plain out, you know, I don't have a background in saying, you know, social work or, or anything like that to say that, um, you know, that I can market myself other than I live this every day, I breathe it every day, and I can connect with other people. Yeah. So um, of saying all that, um, I, was, I was hired for the job. Awesome. <laughs> so the, 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 the great thing with my story is that, um, so I started that job in 2002 and was still going to school full-time and uh, working part-time doing that. Okay. Um, so the uh, summer or the spring, the spring uh, semester <laughs> ended in 2002. So at that time it was, um, you know, it's summer break. So there was an opportunity that, um, to, that uh, they had to let go of the, um, uh, an individual in the office and um i said hey i said you know i could come in the office and, and answer phones and things like that and during yeah. the summer um because this was things that you know I thought, i'll give it a shot you know i don't really know you know can i file papers can i answer phones can mm -hmm. i can i do things like that so yeah. in the meantime doing that um within two weeks i said look i said you know this job that i'm doing now as a part-time is going to end in three years Mm -hmm. I actually enjoy this, I, you know, I wasn't really working one-on-one -on -one with individuals with disabilities, but I was surrounded by, you know, yeah. advocacy and, and things like that for individuals mm -hmm. with disabilities. And I said, I think I could do the full-time job and would really like to work full-time with that. Cool. And um, I was given the job to do that and then we rehired for the uh, nursing home transition specialist. So um, it was like it kind of like all came together all at one time and I just kind of transitioned in to working full time at a center for independent living, wow. working with other individuals with disabilities. Gosh. So that was just, uh, it was just like, you know, I was never a firm believer like you are at certain places at certain times in your life. And it's like um, not every day that that's that you would say yeah. but certain days it's like you just are right there at that time and and you know i was able to uh, uh copy papers i was able to file yeah. things See? um and i didn't have a lot of accommodations okay. other than i'm six five so i sit fairly tall in a uh, power chair so everything mm -hmm. had to be lifted instead of oh, lower wow yeah so uh, we were at first we lifted a desk up and put it on cement blocks so out of that, we actually designed the whole desk that I'm sitting at now that everything is all the way around me and I can turn all the way around and reach everything at a higher level. So my accommodations actually was only that. That's nice. It was just like everything blossomed as started off as you started off as just like a small 
little um, branch. And, it, yeah. and for me, this has been um, 18, 19 years that I've grown other branches off of just um, through uh, the agency I work at. And um, I've had probably an easier opportunity of transitioning back into um, the work field compared to maybe some others. Yeah. But just, I was in the right place at the right time. Yeah. And um, my, my boss, which is still here too, um, she, you know, she always kept saying, I saw something in you the day that you came in. But you've taken, you've taken that from there. And, you know, it was just like, I, get, I gave you the keys of the car. How are you going to drive the car? Well, your job sounds really cool. I was going to ask if you could tell us this a little bit more about what you do in your position. Cause I'm kind yes. Of so I started out as administrative assistant. Okay. And um, I was answering phones and doing all the day-to-day stuff. Well, I wanted to get into the hands-on. Yeah. So the, the great thing is for me, I started at the bottom and I went through every position we've had and now I'm the assistant director. Okay. So over the years, I've, you went through every position, So which is very really yeah. unique for me that I've got, I was able to do everything from, you know, answering the phones to uh, filing papers to now you know, um, doing multiple different things with, uh, with my job. And, um, a couple of the unique things I get to do is now we have, um, a fee for service through the department of disabilities mm-hmm. or not department of disabilities, sorry. Um, uh, uh division of rehabilitation service or both rehab. Yeah. And, um, what we do is, uh, we have, uh, an agreement through them to, um, help other individuals with disabilities find jobs. <laughs> So uh, that's one thing I get to do. So I get to give back of how, you know, I've been able to be in the community and help other individuals and have been successful with that. And the great thing is it's not only individuals with uh, physical disabilities, it's cognitive disabilities. It's, you know, any disability spectrum whatsoever. So it's not like I'm just working with others Mm -hmm. exactly like me, but able to help other people come back in the community and uh, contribute as well and I'm kind of known in the community so it, it gives me a little kind of an insight to be able to help place other individuals in positions and I always tell the individuals I help you know I, I get you to the point to where here's your interview mm-hmm. the one that you market yourself to get the job I didn't get you the job right. I just get you there and it goes from that from you so it's not like I ever say I get you the job. It's you get yourself the job. I can just get you the interview. That's so pretty cool. That's like one that. of the things that I really cherish and take do you, personally. Um, do you work 40 hours a week and go into the office every day? Well, the, the thing is I, I work three jobs. So I work probably 70 hours a week, mm. um, maybe a little bit more, a little less, depending. Um, my full-time job is working for the Center for Independent Living, which is Resources okay. for Independence. Yeah. And we cover Allegheny, Garrett, and Washington County in Maryland. Um, there's seven SILs in Maryland, and we cover the far western um, uh, counties in Maryland. Okay. So that's my full-time job, and um, that's the a regular uh, 40-hour-a-week job. Well, we actually work 35 hours a week for full-time. Okay. Um, and then I sell durable medical equipment on the side and who better to be able to sell that than somebody cool. that actually used durable medical equipment. So okay. I work for mm-hmm. a company called uh, America Healthcare and they're out of um, uh, Millersville, uh, Maryland. Okay. And um, everything is all drop shipped to your house. So um, 
How do you um, how do you how do you do sales? Do you have to do do you do, do you all from home or do you have an office for that job? Well, too? no, I actually wear multiple hats all at the same time, mm -hmm. um, and I'm known in the community, so I get to talk to other individuals. And mm -hmm. the good thing is being at the job I'm at, I get to also am integrated with other individuals with kind of the same things or others. Mm -hmm. So then okay. I also explain, hey, you know, I also sell durable medical equipment, just like our, our friend Josh Basil. He actually mm -hmm. gets all his durable medical equipment through me. Oh, so nice. um, I get to, uh, the good thing is with being the salesman through that is I'm known with other individuals that need the same kind of things that I do. That's and awesome. um, it's a great company to work for and loved it. They've given me the opportunity to do this over 10 years now. And I've done that. Do you, uh, then, tell, do you telecommute or do you go to an office every day? I do not. It's all um, by phone. And okay. then I call in the office once I get new referrals and, um, awesome. and then we do everything like that. So I honestly, I've never even been at, been at the main headquarters. I mean, That's I've done so this nice. for 10 years through them. So, and they're pretty much based in Annapolis in that area. And um, so we ship all over. Your full-time, can I, can I just interrupt, but your full-time job, do you go into the office every day for that? Yes, yes, I do. Every oh. day I'm in the office. That's actually where I'm at now doing the interview. Was that hard to do, like, you know, figuring well, out, like, your PCI schedule and all that? That that was, you know, like I said, the, the, the sky kind of opened up and it all fell into place. Mm -hmm. At the same time that I was getting um, um, hired, through resources, I was also looking at um, trying to learn to go to drive. Okay. So I was, that was another one of my goals through uh, Division Rehabilitation Services was mm -hmm. learning how to drive. So it was all coming all together at the same right. time, not knowing yes. that what was going to happen. So um, at that time, I started um, doing my goals of doing my driving. Cool. So at the time I was hired, I was in the process of looking at buying a van. So now here I come, I got income that yep. I'm able to get a van and start paying on the van yep. and being able to drive. So nice. I, the great thing is for me compared to somebody else, you know, we live up here in Western Maryland. There's not a lot of uh, uh, public transportation or mm -hmm. accessible transportation. Right. So that's mm -hmm. our biggest barrier being up, up in the Western Maryland part compared to being in the metro area. Great. where there's multiple different uh, avenues of trying to get somewhere accessible where we pro we only have like one transit unit and you never know if you're if the person may get be trained on trying to get you on right. or they pass you up because they see you're in a wheelchair you know, you, know you hear all that stuff what's, so, your, th what's your third job my third job is i work um, for the ark of frederick which okay. um they um, work with individuals with special needs and developmental disabilities and stuff like that. Wow. And um, I call it more for me because I'm more of a peer. It's more of a, to me, it's more of a peer to peer mentoring okay. compared to being a job. They call it a residential coach. Um, so but cool. through the ARC, they don't ever, they don't ever want you to go out and say, well, I'm working with someone. -so. This is my friend. This is my buddy. We're here together. We're just socializing together. So that's all it is, is getting them back out and, you know, and teach the inclusion great. and socialization. How and did you, I love that you're so busy. That's crazy. I mean, you are three jobs, really, 70 yeah. hours a week. I was yeah. going to say, how did you request your accommodations for that desk? Did you just go ahead and ask your boss and say, this is what I need? What kind of advice would you give on anyone worried about, you know, yeah. coaching? See, the great thing is with my boss, she was all in on what I needed. Okay. You know, and some bosses, you know, and you know, the first thing is, you know, the first thing you see visual, oh my, we got somebody in a wheelchair, right. we're going to have to 
you know, fully blow out everything yeah. in the office. That's not true. Yep. Most of the things you need, I mean, of course, it's on one floor, but an accessible bathroom and an accessible room for you to get in and out of. And that's been a great thing for me, working for a center for independent living and not working in the corporate field mm -hmm. to know, hey, this is stuff that we need to be doing anyway. And these are the things that we need to be teaching the corporate, in which I've done that as well, of going oh. to places and saying, hey, you know, we need an accessible bathroom. And if it doesn't happen, I mean, I've done the avenues of actually filing complaints and oh, things yeah. like that. Really? And it's not that I go in angry with it. I always go in nice and say, look, you know, I can give you some suggestions. That's another part of my job that I do through resources mm -hmm. is we have a grant through doors and it's an assistive technology independent living grant. So with that is we're able to help individuals that are referred to us um, with uh, minor modifications with bathroom ramps. Uh, minor vehicle modifications, assistive technology, um, it, it, anything like that for any types of disabilities. The only bad thing is with our program, we only get a small amount of money from the state mm. and we have more referrals than we have money. That's sad. Yeah. yeah. So we did start a um, charity golf tournament nine years ago. That's and it has grown tremendously over the nine years in support for my community, for me, and um, we profited almost $19,000 this past year for this tournament. Wow, congratulations, and, that's yeah, awesome. And all that money goes 100% back out with the money that we get from the state to try to get the, our list down. Because the bad thing is now, you know, we get individuals calling, you know, we're coming out of the nursing home, we're coming out of rehab, mm -hmm. and it takes me two to three years before I can get to them. It's not sad? Oh my God. That's, that's, for that's for a ramp, you know, that <laughs> says, this is all I need to get back into my home. And it's two to three years before I can help. And we're the only wow. show in town that can do anything like that. That's so, true. Yeah. All right. Well, I have a few more questions for you. Right. Um, yes. So, what do you like most about your job? And just, you know, being employed, I think for some people, maybe they're like, I don't really want to work. You know, maybe they feel like it's too stressful. But for you, what do you like about it? Well, first I want to share one thing from one gentleman that I helped get a uh, that helped get a job. I um, mm -hmm. put him out there for, yeah. for a job. And all he told me was, he said, I want to pay taxes. <laughs> I want to pay taxes. I want to contribute. Yeah. And for me, it was like, I want to contribute, but there's things that I want. Right. Yeah. You know, I wanted to move out of that small apartment. You know, now I own my own home. I have two vehicles. You know, awesome. I work for everything I have. Feels but, good. Um, I think for uh, it, it, what it does to me, it's improved my quality of life mm -hmm. um, because now I'm so busy, you know, I'm not home. I don't think about the pain that I'm in every day. My pain management is work and the more I work, the less I think of the pain. My downtime is when I have all my neuropathy pain mm -hmm. and I figured that mm -hmm. out over the years, you know, this is how I deal with that. But I, I love to contribute and I love to work because, you know, it, as you know, most people don't understand how expensive something is oh, yeah. when it comes to being disabled. As soon as you put that tag on it, that's usually one person sells this thing and they can charge you whatever they want to get. You know, I, I have two vehicles. The one I had help with through uh, Division Rehabilitation Services, they put $50,000 of modifications in the vehicle. And the other one, I couldn't get help with them because I've already had help once. So I right. paid $53,000 myself 
which didn't pay for it, I'm still paying on it for 10 okay. years. But that's 53000 out of my pocket. But if I don't go, I don't get paid. Okay. So I have to have a backup vehicle to say I can go. Wow. So I guess working for me, there are things that I'm able to have. And I want other people to be able to contribute and be able to get those things as well. So, so you kind of already answered my other question was, why do you think being employed with a disability is important? But for you, you already answered that. Yeah. It's, it's good to give back. And for you, yeah. I know I work a lot too, and it does get, it feels good to be busy, doesn't it? It, it really does. Really it feels good. good to, I don't want to say normalcy, yeah. but to be back to being quote normal exactly. you know, to a point that, hey, you know, you're standing, but I'm right beside you and I'll work beside you. It might be in a different way. Well, I will, I will put my eight hours or 10 hours or 12 hours in right beside you. It just be a little bit different than what you're doing. Yeah. And yeah. don't feel bad. So, if, you know, if you have to go to back, sorry, if you have to go back to work part time or yeah. maybe you need to work from home, I mean, there's ways to do it. And you're it's, really, you're really motivating. So I have one more question for you, no which is basically, so what advice then would you give to people with disabilities who want to work, but... Uh, maybe are not quite sure. Like, what advice would you give to someone? Well, the good thing is now, and Josh and I have been uh, dealing this with for a little while. With the um, there's an incentive out there for individuals with disabilities to work now, compared mm -hmm. to the the old saying was, you know, oh, I'm getting Social Security disability. Oh, I can't go to work. You know, well, yep. that's not the case anymore. You can still collect disability and still yep. work some hours. Yep. So, you know, not everybody can work full time or wants to work full time. Yeah. But if you're able to get back and contribute and be able to get a little bit more out of, um, you, you, you know, still keep your base income and still get more out of that. Yeah. But there's also a program out there called Employed Individuals with Disabilities, the EID yeah. program. Yeah. So Josh and I, it's a great program through the state of Maryland, but there, it's a great incentive to a point. So, you know, it's like, so I want to, so, you know, you want to go back to school and you want to become a lawyer or a physician or anything like that, which is totally doable, even though if you're quadriplegic or, or whatever. So, you know, they pay are nice paying jobs. So, you know, the state of Maryland says after $70,000, we have nowhere for you to go and really? be able to still get nursing care and um, care for your wheelchairs, things like that. Okay. So um, the great thing is with Josh and I partnering together and Josh being m more down in the metro Baltimore area mm -hmm. is more linked to everything. We are at the table to try to change all of those um, uh, rules and regulation they have to raise them to be able to say, hey, I can compete with you and be a lawyer and make six figures, but still be able to keep nursing care that I need and not have to pay. Forty, fifty thousand dollars out of my pay. So, um, for me to say to somebody, no matter what type of disability you have, if you want to work from home, because there's so much modern technology, as you know, you're, there's no problem working from no. home. And, it's, a, um, it's a game changer for a lot of people being able to work really from is. home. Mm -hmm. Well, it gives you a self worth to get out of bed every day. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Before I had, um, before mm -hmm. I went to work, you know, I'd lay in bed. You know, I call my a personal provider and be like, eh, I come at 11, come at nine, come at 10, <laughs> you know, six o'clock in the morning. Now I'm awake. I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's get up. Let's do this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it just gives you back of, you know, this happened to me at 18 and I worked and um, was very successful in things, but it gave me that, that my structure back of being able to 
you know, to work again, to feel like, man, no matter what happened to me, I'm still able to contribute back and not just live off the system the rest of my life. And because all you do is you get paid and it goes right back up. Yeah. You get paid, it goes right back up. Nothing there's no happens. Savings, I know. There's no um, vacations. There's no vehicles. Nothing. You know, things like that. And mm-hmm. uh, the great thing is for me, for you know, from 2002 to current, I've been able to work for everything I have and own my own home and, and to be able to do it. And never thought at 18 when the doctor says, you know, the first thing he says, um, you know, 99% you're never going to walk again. You may die from this surgery. You may never talk. To say... I have a voice. I'm not walking, but I'm still able to contribute just as I was as, as an individual that was walking. And um, every year, you know, I grasp a little bit more. I'm still learning no yeah. matter what. It's 25 years. I'm, I'm an old guy learning now, <laughs> but, um, but I'm still learning. And, That's you know, so great. Still, yeah. I can't believe you've been working three jobs. You're making me look like I need to get another job over here. So thank you so much, yes, uh, John. Thank you. thank you for sharing your employment journey with us. Um, yes. and your, your employment journey is sure to help so many people out there with their yeah. future yeah. Uh, disability employment journey themselves. So thank you as well. And, you. you know, um, yeah, all the best. All right. Thank you, John. All right, Tiffany. Thank you. Yeah, bye. Bye.